welcome to Koshian Cast, the weekly sports anime fan podcast. My name is Matt, and joining me today is a very special guest, Matt. Hey! Hey, so uh, we are here to do our final series reviews <laughs> for TQ and its two spin-off series, uh, Takamiya Nasuno Desu and Usakame. Um, so it's... We're, we're managing to cover ten seasons of anime in <laughs> one brief review, but that's that's mostly because uh, these episodes are between two and three minutes long each, and you know there's ten or twelve episodes per season, so uh, it, you you can get through a season in about a half hour. Um, these things end up moving quite quickly. Right. You can pretty much, you can pretty, like, we kind of space it out week to week. You can really get through this in an afternoon, though. Yeah. It, it might not be advisable, though, but we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that, yeah. Um, so, we just started uh, TQ at the beginning of the, this past season, because it was something that had been out there. We had wanted to do it in the fall, but there was just too much going on. Um, so, we finally got around to it uh, this winter. Because, at least in name, it's a sports anime and that it's about <laughs> a girls' tennis team, and we, we didn't want to let that go unaddressed. Um, right. So, what were your expectations for the show before you got into it? I really didn't have any sort of expectations to it. I kind of just figured there'd be a bunch of jokes we I wouldn't get, and... Uh, just sort of left it at that. Honestly, I was kind of taken aback by the fact that this was these were like two minute episodes, without realizing that the that the kind of shorter anime series have has actually been kind of a thing for a while now. Because mm-hmm. you know, I only recently got back into the anime game, mm-hmm. uh, and so you know, it's like I didn't realize that there were so many shows that were going for like shorter seasons, and apparently TQ was actually apparently kind of a trendsetter in that regard. It was actually kind of one of the original like like few minute long episodes yeah yeah i i was pretty confident i wouldn't get it and i would just sort of endure it um i was doing this mostly for a sense of obligation because uh we said we were gonna do tq <laughs> in the fall and then we just didn't and so we decided you know this is the time we do it um and i luckily i en- ended up enjoying it a lot more than my obligation you know would make me think oh yeah absolutely that was kind of I, like I, it was always a bit of a unknown for me. I didn't think I was gonna enjoy it too much, and that one episode I had caught uh, when I when we were thinking about doing it, I was kind of I was pretty confused by it, to be honest. Well, yeah, but, that's the thing that happens when you start in season eight. Yeah, true enough. And this is a series that has you know you need to jump into it from the beginning, right? So the the, the essential premise. Insofar as there is one from the beginning, right, is that uh, a high school first year named Yuri uh, decides to join her school's tennis team, um, and there are three second years already in in the club uh, named Konoe, Nasuno, and Marimo. Um, so Konoe is. This very tiny, pink-haired, insane person. Uh, <laughs> Nasuno is a taller uh, brunette who is extremely rich, and Marimo is an extremely tall, 
a girl with long blue hair who enjoys eating underpants, uh, among other <laughs> things. And so Yuri ends up playing the straight man to sort of all three of them. Um, and so notionally, it's about the tennis team, but mostly it's just unrelated adventures and right. uh, quirky jokes uh, across a whole spectrum and they tie in more characters from the school more characters from their personal life and just try to make uh, a disjointed but always surprising and uh, funny comedy um, and during o- over the years as they've produced these things you know one one short season at a time they've managed to do two spin-off shows uh, the first is called Takamiya Nasunu Desu which is it's essentially it's a season of TQ, but it's just focused on treating Nasuno as right. the main character and more focused on her very strange personal life. Uh, and then the second spinoff, Usakame, is about a rival, quote unquote, rival tennis team uh, that has been brought up in TQ itself before, and it's a very different approach. It's much less insane it's you know sort of softer colors a slower tone and more of a slice of life story but within the tq universe right um so you you kind of touched on this during the summary there a lot of tq is really meant to be an excuse for whatever weird twisted gag the animators come up with the the girl it, it the series has this strange dynamic where None of the girls by themselves or with any of the other, like, um, without, really with any of the other, like, side characters, it doesn't really work too well Yeah. when the girls are like that at the same, but when the girls are always, are together, and that's pretty frequent, like, Mm -hmm. it's not as if though that they're not generally together. I mean, the show really works there. Yeah. Um, which is odd because really the strength of the show comes from its like general like delivery essentially mm-hmm. it, it comes from the pacing because jokes come at you so fast that no matter like if a joke falls flat you don't have to worry about it that's like there'll be another gag in about five seconds like I'm not even exaggerating there. Like, every, like, everything just comes at you at just a spitfire pace. Mm-hmm. Um, and that largely, I think, works. Uh, it, it's really what I think makes the series, is that it was also one of the... Like, it makes sense to me that th- how this was one of the originators of this type of format, because it kind of makes a case for it, because it kind of helps keep everything condensed so that there's really no, like... There's really almost no time to register anything that happens. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's it's interesting in that regard because uh, because the girls play off, uh, off each other so well. It like I I, I kind of mentioned this in our uh, in our our weekly episodes, but it does kind of remind me a little bit of the Marx Brothers in that regard, where when you've only got one Marx Brother playing off other characters, it doesn't really work quite so well. But when you've got them working together, that's where, like, when they're playing off one another, that's really where it's strong. Yeah, I agree. And that's sort of what makes the spin-off series somewhat less successful. Right. Um, particularly uh, Takamiya Nasunu Desu, which right. uses the same characters and the same world and the same pacing, um, 
but for most of the show only features Nasano and you know a, a couple other characters that are more focused on for that so the best episodes of that season are when all four tq girls are there right uh but it really doesn't stand on its own as well um and the same thing unfortunately is true with usakame usakame isn't really sure what it is as a show right. it's trying to be a slice of life and a zany comedy but a lo- more low-key zany comedy so the best and thing about the show and the thing you end up remembering the most is the couple episodes where the tq girls happen to show up because they add so much in terms of comedy that just isn't there on its own you know right. usakami is trying to build this cast of characters but it only has 12 episodes and it's trying to introduce and develop eight or nine characters and it just it doesn't work because you the show wants you to care about them right. but it's impossible to care about people that fast so it feels <laughs> like it's kind of trying to trick you right and it's still kind of trying to go for that sense of humor from tq but it, it doesn't d- go all the way yeah it doesn't go all the way it, 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 it feels a lot more gentle and it's like it's lacking a lot of that punch that comes from just the just the rapid delivery Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, though, I do think it has more of a place than uh, Nasano, or than the, than the Takumi and Nasano spinoff. Yeah. It just because, like, that really could have just been its own season. Whereas, at the very least, I appreciate the fact with Usakame, they did at least try to do something a little differently. Yeah, whether or not it landed. Right. It, like, it, it, it feels more justified as a spinoff, even if it doesn't really work. Right, because one of the issues with Usakame is... That it it believes too much in the world it's creating. You know, it's trying to create a real school with real girls having real feelings. Um, right. Whereas TQ, you, you know, so Usakami is trying to do that over one very short season. TQ doesn't do any of that over eight seasons. You know, it doesn't take <laughs> itself seriously at all. It right. doesn't really hold to any continuity of right. characters or circumstances. And that's what, you know, makes it work in large part. Right, exactly. Like, oftentimes they can they can use that, just, they can work off of that, like, making characters, like, suddenly die, and then, how do they come back? Ah, they just decided to come back. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. it does, like, they just survive through willpower. Whatever. Nobody cares. Well, it's the same as their their frequent breaking of the fourth wall, where they, they advertise their own Blu-rays in the right. anime, or they <laughs> beg for someone to renew their anime at, in the last episode of each season. Right. Um, but it it works because the show doesn't pretend like these are real girls at any point. Yeah, exactly. And that's where it gets kind of weird in Usakame because it's like you because it's supposed to take place in the same world as TQ, but it seems like there's like an actual world there, like it's a little yeah. bit more realistic and it, it doesn't make a in a weird way its connection to TQ kind of hurts it. Yeah, I agree. Um one one of the the things I just want to reemphasize is just how insane the pacing is with this show. <laughs> um, it goes zero to sixty. So, like you said, with jokes that don't work, that all that also goes for episodes that don't work. You know, right. there, there's a lot of episodes that may not land, but you'll just forget them because they're two or three minutes long, and you can move it on and focus on on some of the good ones. Um, but before we talk about some of our favorite episodes. Uh, I am curious what, whether you think this counts as a sports anime. We did review it on a sports anime podcast, um, right. but at this point, I'm not sure. Yeah, uh, it may. It, to me, it's akin to series uh, like episode, like 
A great example of this would be in Full Metal Panic, uh, uh, Fumofu. Right. Like, it has episode. it has, like, the rugby episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, technically, that it, that serves as a parody of sports anime. Would I call Full Metal Panic Fumofu a, uh, a sports anime? I would not, clearly. Mm-hmm. And I would kind of go with that with TQ, even though the premise is rooted in tennis... There's really... Tennis has so very little to do with anything that happens in this series. Well, right. And, and a lot of the, the episodes where they actually utilize sports, they're poking fun at the sports anime genre. Right. Yeah. But it's like, I wouldn't call the series a parody of sports anime. Right. Uh, just It just so happens to have sports uh, well, yeah. parody-related episodes. But it, it parodies a lot of things, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah. not exclusive to sports anime. Um, yeah, so what, seeing as there's eight seasons of the core show out, what would you say is the best way to watch it? Should you just, like, marathon it all at one time, or what? No, absolutely. Uh, I would, uh, I would say this series is akin to a sugar rush, in that it's really fun in small bursts, but if you try and take in too much at once, you're gonna get a headache. Yeah, I agree. And you're going to probably feel sick afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree. Um, and there were times, because I'm not good at pacing out my week for this show, where right. I would have to frantically watch a whole season of TQ right before we recorded. And it was sometimes it was kind of miserable, because like it just it goes by in a blur, and if you're not in the mood for it, it really doesn't, doesn't always work, and like 12 episodes at a time can be a lot. Um, so I would personally recommend, like, watch a cup, a couple at a time when you're in the mood for it. And if you feel like you're still enjoying it, just keep watching. But, like, right. don't, don't feel like you have to sit down and watch a whole season at once, or certainly not the whole show at once. Right. Just watch it, say, I'm gonna watch two or three, watch two like or three nice, and see how you feel. Treat it like a nice cake, you know, you, you, you cut yourself a slice and you kind of see, you cut yourself a small slice and then you kind of see where you go from there. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, you don't you don't want to have too much because then it, it ends up being uh, a waste of cake and a waste of your time. Um, <laughs> but uh, so overall, there are a few episodes that sort of rise to the top. Right. Um, so I wanted bef- before we close out and you know give our final thoughts, I wanted to go through and and list ten of our favorite either episodes or. Uh, two episode arcs because uh, you know they do have a couple connected episodes throughout this show um, so if we could go through you know 10 and just go back and right. forth to give some people because again it can be overwhelming how big the show is you know I might recommend just watching uh, the first season and then if you're not sure if you're into it just skip around to some of the highlights and we'll right. go through some of those from the rest of the show um so, I think one of the better ones, uh, I think really when the show was starting to hit its stride was in season two. Uh, one of the better episodes from there was the Sports Fest episode. Large, it had a very memorable moment. So, there was a recurring joke uh, with Nasano's uh, with, uh, father being Colonel Sanders. Uh, and he finally got his big line in the episode, which was, uh. Right. Yeah. Just UH. Uh, UH just does, uh, and then it just immediately cuts to another person talking. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, that, and that's where the frantic pace works, because if there had been too much of a pause after that, it would have been too on the nose, but the fact that it's a fraction of a second and then followed right. immediately by someone else talking is, you know, just an example of how this show is uh, yeah. effective. Um, yeah, exactly. For, the next one for me is also from the same season. Uh, it's the baseball team invasion arc. At least that's what I call it. Um, <laughs> it's, so it's episodes 21 and 22 when the high school baseball team destroys the tennis court and then invites the tennis team to play baseball to decide who gets the tennis court. Right. Um, and, you know, obviously the baseball team is much better at baseball, so Nasano ends up getting Colonel Sanders to recruit actual professional baseball players from Japanese professional baseball who are depicted right. and named uh, to to win the match. And so that, that won me over partly through my baseball fandom and, and partly just because it's, it's a really funny uh, parody of sports anime, which I'm right. always up for. Well, what, uh, well, I remember what made that joke even work was the fact you actually did research into that and it was because, like, one of the funniest things about that was the fact that the baseball players he recruited were, like, decent players, but nobody who, like, was gonna be, like, a huge name. Well, yeah, they weren't the even, by any stretch, the most famous Japanese baseball players. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, the reference is funny because, you know, the most famous baseball players, Ichiro Suzuki, and no, they went with, like, a catcher from a mid-tier Japanese team. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that it's like that's the it's like it's that sort of irreverence that's funny about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did enjoy the season closer of season two as well, where they go. Uh, it, it's the introduction of Con- it's not her introduction. She had been in a couple other episodes before, but the character Kondo, where they go to uh, her house and apparently they have a uh, they her. Her family business is in Udon, but they uh, but you it's a bowling alley as well where you bowl Udon. And eventually they come up with the idea to make Splash Udon, and it becomes such a uh, national phenomenon that eventually uh, Japanese uh, pundits have to start debating over whether or not it needs to be restricted in some way. Yeah. Uh, but what really made that episode to me was a completely off the, uh, like, just completely off-kilter line where they're... Uh, Apparently, you get free glasses of water with ordering the ramen, and yeah. apparently, you know, whatever, but apparently Kanai uh, is so impressed with the water because she can't stop drinking it. She's like, yeah. oh, it's so good! Yeah, and that becomes a recurring joke that Konoe loves free water. Right. Um, the uh, the next one I want to say is episode 45. Uh, they The high school has a soccer match against a team with a zebra, and that's all I'm going <laughs> to say about it. that's fair that's fair that's really all that needs to be said about it um uh one of the i believe the season i think that season five opener uh was that they have a trip to uh there's a two episode arc where they take a trip to cambodia and they go see like the anchor watt and everything uh but probably the funniest thing about that is that they have a uh it's a episode 50 and 51 sorry uh, they take a trip to Cambodia, and they uh, their tour guide is so excited that he he just shouts them towards the end. It's like, are you effing enjoying the sights? Yeah, and they actually bleep it out. It's just, <laughs> it's so out of nowhere. I love, I I I loved that. Just the like out of nowhere extreme reaction because there's not really like a lot of cursing in the show. Weirdly yeah, no. enough, no, not at like, all. They don't go blue most of the time with their comedy. Well, I mean, they talk a lot about eating underpants, but other than that... Well, but yeah. <laughs> um, I, one, of, one of my 
I'd say this is probably my second favorite episode overall was episode right. f- 55 where the entire episode is spent uh, where uh, Konoe accidentally hits a guardrail on her bike and then she swears vengeance against the guardrail and they spend <laughs> the rest of the episode arguing with a guardrail um, which you know it sounds dumb just trust me it works <laughs> Uh, what I really, uh, one I really enjoyed was, uh, it was in episode 68, it was a parody of Cinderella, which, I mean, you know, whatever, it's kind of cliche, uh, but they, uh, they kind of make it work because it's basically, uh, Yuri being the, uh, being Cinderella while she has over 200 stepsisters who are all, uh, Nasuno. Right. And there's one, uh, fantastic moment where, uh, where, uh, where, uh, Mario being the prince wants to... You know, fit the glass slipper on somebody on like on all the girls in the land, and a guard uh, states, "Are you absolutely insane?" And where he is promptly executed for his observation. Yeah. Um, episode seventy three stands out to me because uh, they accidentally turned the the tennis team into a well digging club, uh, but then everyone gets super into it and decides that they need to train at well digging so they can go to national. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty good one too. Uh, probably a, my all-time favorite episode, and I'm pretty sure you agree with me on this. Is uh, episode seventy-seven where they meet the bear? Yep. And they just talk with uh, it's uh, Marimo. Uh, it's not. It's Kanai and Yuri who just have a conversation with a local bear, mm-hmm. and he describe without going too much into it. He basically describes what it's like to be a bear and the the awful stereotypes they face. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 special and deserves to be experienced. Um, right. And then the last the last one from the the at least what is currently the final season uh, is episodes ninety two and ninety three, uh, which is a flashback about how uh, Konoe Marimo and the guy from the thousand yen bill formed <laughs> the the tennis club at their high school right um which you know who knows how much of it is true this world clearly doesn't care uh but it is it is a funny look at how these these characters originated right. um so for those of you keeping score at home uh 10, 10 great episodes to start with is 19 21 24 45 50 55, 68, 73, 77, and 92. Any of those are, uh, you know, going to knock it out of the park. Um, so, <laughs> wrapping up, Matt, overall, what what is your impression of this series? Uh, I like it a lot. Um, I would probably rewatch it just, like, if I'm bored one day and just, you know, I need a, I need a quick laugh. Like, I'm probably, this is probably not going to be the end of uh, watching this for me. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, I mean... It's, it's one of those where, like some of the episodes we mentioned, along with some others, I would just skip through. You can enjoy the hits and then put it back down. You know, it, it's, right. a quick, it's a quick, easy laugh. Um, if they do release another season, we may not cover it on Koshian Cast because it turns out it's really not a sports anime. Um, <laughs> but I will probably watch it week to week for myself. Oh, yes. I, ab- I might just wait until the end of the season and just kind of catch up. I did actually kind of like doing that myself. Yeah. Uh, but, you know... Great ending, Matt. Uh, well, <laughs> with with that in mind, um, again, just a reminder, you know, we do cover every sports anime week to week. Uh, so if you want to follow Koshian Cast, we 
follow every currently airing sports anime and some others like tq uh, <laughs> along the way so um we have fun uh, and we assume our audience does too uh with all that being said matt would you be so good as to hit the credits for me it would be my absolute pleasure our logo design is by james ratcliffe the theme music is fly high by burnout syndromes covered and performed by luke bartka you can follow Cast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and our email is koshiancast at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. We will be back next week with the best and worst from the world of sports anime, and until then, keep training.